0: The Anton Savage Show, Saturday. With nifty business on News Talk. And it's time to look at the stuff making the news today and a lot of uh, international interesting news. Rudy Giuliani, the former mayor of New York, Donald Trump's personal lawyer, one of the people who was lead strategist for Donald Trump's uh, election response campaign in uh, the aftermath of the last election, where he decided he hadn't lost it. Rudy Giuliani has been ordered to pay $150 million to two election workers that he defamed for suggesting that they had willfully uh, thrown the last election. Meanwhile, um, the autopsy has given the cause of death in the passing of Matthew Perry. The uh, verdict has come in in relation to Prince Harry and his lawsuit against a number of newspapers in the UK for phone hacking. And the director general of RTE has said that he and the institution doesn't owe Ryan Tuberty an apology. Lease Hand, journalist, is with me. Lise, let's start with that one of the hacking and Piers Morgan's, uh, what's being quoted as robust response. Before we get to Piers, this is something of a victory for Prince Harry.
1: There's no doubt about it. I mean, I think Prince Harry is happiest when he's fighting something. You know, he's this is somebody who's who really genuinely comes into, really sparks into life when he's, tilting you know his imaginary what what what's it against the various dragons and he actually referred him to himself after this as a dragon slayer um, so if which also, is a bit much which is a completely over the top but it's obviously it says a lot about his state of mind how he sees himself as sort of uh, you know a wronged hero and speaking up for you know the, the the you know taking avenging like various ills done to him and he really really hates the media i mean he his visceral hatred for them kind of seeps through that, you know, his, his very well written, because obviously he didn't write it, uh, books, uh, autobiography, spare. I mean, it just oozes through every chapter.
0: Well, so, given the the result of this case, though, you can see some of his motivation for feeling this way. I mean, effectively, what a judge has ruled is that his phone was hacked by a number of different newspapers who used private messages to splash um, sensationalist headlines about him in his private life
1: oh i mean absolutely there 's no doubt about it he um, you know he was he, he was defamed and he wa- and his privacy was uh completely not violated and I think out of the certain the, they they took a select number of of uh, examples and they found about half of those <clears throat> could actually be you know in, you know uh, attributed to phone hacking or you know, surveillance by private investigators and so on. I mean, look, there is no doubt, Anton. I mean, he was completely and utterly um, stalked, essentially, like, throughout, throughout his life. I mean, after his mother died and all that, you know, there was this edict went out, hands off and all that. But in the background, of course, as soon as he got to an interesting age, he was, you know, hanging out, you know, running around after women. And... But uh, well, that's where I think subjects, this one is, to some, some extent, so
0: materially different in that... You can make an argument that says if you show up at a party in a Nazi out, outfit, we will take pictures and put it in the papers. If you are seen to be drunk and disorderly, we will take pictures and put it in the papers. Whether or not that's intrusive or not is, is a, a moral argument for a, a different day. Going through somebody's phone messages and all of that, that's a level of
1: fove, isn't foul. it? foul. I mean, it really is foul. And there's, you know, there's a lot of evidence to suggest that his kind of first big uh, love of his life, his first big girlfriend, um, Chelsea Davy. They split up over the fact that she just could not actually handle the level of press intrusiveness into the relationship. And that was, you know, that was a really long, long term, serious uh, relationship. And they just, you know, she couldn't hack, she couldn't hack that literally. But um, no, look, it is, uh, you know, it is one of several victories coming up. I mean, he's got another couple of cases pending um, as well. And but he's taking a lot of solace off this. Now, if when you look, when you dial down into it as well, I mean, he. He was awarded, you know, he had, an, he did get an award and a fairly substantial one, but he went in looking for a hell of a lot more. So I think, the you know, this was a tempered thing. It was like, yes, you are subject to some but not all.
0: But this is one of those, it ain't about the money. I it mean, ain't it the yeah, money. This is, although, about the money. Although, we'll talk about it when we get to Giul- Rudy Giuliani. The oddest thing in the Giuliani verdict was they went looking for 50 million and got handed 150, which know, is very yeah. odd,
2: but we, we will come it's to like that. a defamation case in this country.
0: That's Philip Ryan, who is political editor of The Independent. Philip, I want your view on the Piers Morgan response to all of this, because mm. of course, there's been a lot of questions about Piers Morgan when he was editor of The Mirror and what he knew about phone hacking that we know to have been going on in the newspaper. And, of course, uh, Jeremy Paxman gave evidence to the Levison inquiry of a dinner wherein Piers Morgan advised him on how to put codes on his phone Mm. so that he wouldn't be hacked. Uh, The evidence in this suggested that some of this happened in Morgan's time. Morgan came out to say... All other claims, this is what the judge found, all other claims against the Daily Mirror under my leadership were rejected. With regard to the judge's references to me in his judgment, I also want to reiterate, as I've consistently said for many years now, I've never hacked a phone or told anybody else to hack a phone. Notably in that, Philip Bryant, he doesn't mm. say, and I didn't know phone hacking was going exactly, on while I was yeah. there.
2: Look, that, that, that's the bones of his argument. He uh, the. His statement, which was, which was very personal against Prince Harry, like it went to a, another level. Like he started bringing up the fact that Prince Harry put out a, a book that, like he said, he's against um, any kind of media intrusion or any kind of um, talk about his life. But at the same time, he put out his big book. What was it called? Uh, Spare. Spare, yeah. And put out that book while his two grandparents were dying. That, that was Piers Morgan's response. <laughs> anyway, look, look. Um, he is, the other thing he said, of course, was uh, the fact that he, there is no evidence ever produced that he fo- hacked phones personally. Um, he wasn't called as a witness in that trial. He wasn't called to give a statement to that trial. I
1: like mean, it, the, I laughed at the, the mail, you know, using the, the sort of the headline robust response. I mean, was mm-hmm. a full scale meltdown. <laughs> yeah. It was toys yeah. out of the cot. He spat the dummy. He was, you know, went into full gammon. I mean, mm-hmm. he really did. There's absolutely no doubt about it. You know, another one of his hysterical rants about, you know, Prince Harry's trying to bring down the the
0: monarchy. Oh mm. my God. He, well he he did, yeah. fair play to him, he, he <laughs> cast his bread bro- broadly upon the water because he went, he had to go at Alistair Campbell as he well. Did, he said, yeah. Which is
1: very brave of him. He said, the yeah. judge
0: believed the evidence of Alistair Campbell, another proven liar who spun <laughs> yeah. this country into an illegal war. Yeah. Now the interesting one of on that is there's one where tables have changed because when their little spats would have started, being editor of the Mirror was a significant thing. Now, Alistair Campbell is the one who commands the audience with his oh, "The Rest Is Politics" time. podcast. Himself, mm-hmm.
1: and like that—that podcast of Rory Stewart. I mean, it's you know, and it it, it has a huge following uh, and a, a deeply political following as well. Mm. So it's really, really interesting that he he'd pick a fight with him.
2: Piers showed us okay as well, I think. Though at the same time, you know, I'm not sure he's we the were, heft of Campbell at the moment. Yeah, you think?
1: but we were actually just saying that Philip, yeah. just before we went on air. Like the, you know, he's one of those people phenomenons that you know, falls into regularly falls into the barrels of the brand stuff and comes mm. up smelling of Chanel 5.
0: Again yeah. like, and again and again.
1: Yeah. And, again. Yeah, and uh, here's
0: the piece mm. that you mentioned about him having a go at Prince Harry. He said, finally, I want to say this. Now, again, this is somebody who has just, <laughs> Prince Harry has just won the case. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say this. Prince <laughs> Harry's outrage at media intrusion into the private lives of the royal family, is only matched by his own ruthless, greedy and
2: hypocritical
1: enthusiasm
0: for doing it himself. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, well, he's well, chasing clearly. It's the
2: one thing at the royals, though. Oh. They are a significantly well-funded, uh, taxpayer-funded soap opera for the British public yeah. and the world at large to enjoy. Yeah, and look, okay, you don't get get to say if you're going to be born into that, but it's kind of, part of the gig. People are going to be phone hacking, you. maybe not phone, phone hacking, hacking, but like there is going to be people taking pictures of you. It's why you're getting all that free money.
1: Well, that's it. That's and the fancy it houses, the, the and nice cars. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Let us look then at the other case, this being Rudy Giuliani. So Rudy Giuliani has now been told that he has to pay $148 million to two election workers Mm. who he defamed by suggesting that they had acted in a manner to throw the last election in Joe Biden's favour.
2: Yeah, look, this is one of the the, the many states where there was kind of a... There were some c- claims. There was quite a gap between the amount of votes in Georgia at the same time. This is the state where Trump asked, isn't it? To, Can you find me? Yeah, find me a couple of thousand yeah, votes then, while yeah, you're at it. Find me there, a few yeah. thousand votes. So like, and that's like another court case that's coming down the lines. Um, in this instance, yeah, it, it, it's quite a judgment for two people. Do they get to the share in this money? The, like a,
0: well, he is going to 70, appeal. So at the yeah. moment, we don't know whether or not he's going to get it. But I suppose the question that it raises is, is this the... You know the way they talk about people when they they finally turn a corner, they hit rock bottom. Is this rock bottom for what was once America's mayor?
1: It's hard to know because every time he hits something, you think it is rock bottom, but it turns out to be another branch on the way of the tree on the way down. Yes, the press conference bottom. at the sex yeah. shop should have been <laughs> the bottom exactly really, shouldn't it? I mean,
2: the, to, hair uh, yeah. the, the hair dye running at the press conference.
1: The hair dye, the Barat movie when he was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, there's been so many... I mean, sometimes you'd wonder... The, the
2: press conference outside the landscaping company.
1: The press... Well, uh, that was <laughs> Four seasons landscape. That was my all-time favourite. <laughs> but I mean, you know, sometimes in the dark at night, you <laughs> would wonder, does he wake up and think, you know... If he had sort of been, you know, um, sort of expired, maybe three months after nine eleven, there'd probably be a statue to him on every corner in in New York, and he would be there'd be schools and bridges called after him. I mean, mm. this is his his plummet to in like just to it's not even infamy. It's just he's a laughing stock. Is it quite extraordinary? But I think you know apart from anything else, I think this is a really interesting case because if you look recently, you've had. Like all all the right sort of right wing agitation and all the kind of the, you know, post election thing you've had. Like Fox News have paid out 787 million to Dominion because they were, all, you know, Fox were wailing. I think we should just
0: pause and look at that slowly because it's an easy figure yeah. to 787,
1: $787 million dollars. Yeah, because and they they persisted uh, in claiming that this particular voting system had rigged. Ballots and rigged votes and and switched ballots from uh, from Republican to Democrat and then of course you you know it wasn't in the same slightly same ilk but you had Alex Jones I mean one point five billion let's have a think about that figure too yeah. now it was for something different. But he is a far right figure, and he was pushing all. Kinds well, it was for misinformation and,
0: and defamation, effectively against the parents of Sandy Hook. He suggested that the parents of murdered children said. were actors in a false were flag operation. In a
1: false flag operation, which is and he's outrageous. He's been given a second
2: lease of life now as well, that
0: Tucker Carlson. Well, this is the, the thing I want to ask you, Philip. Ones. Is this evidence of the of the end of the, the global discourse generally? Because you have one person who cost Fox seven hundred eighty-seven million for mm. um, being untrue in relation to the last election, that being Tucker Carlson. You have Alex Jones who owes one point five billion for lying about Sandy Hook and you now have one of them interviewing the other of them Mm. on on Elon Musk's platform.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think it's the end of it at all. I think this is just part of modern discourse now. You're going to have to accept there are going to be a group of people that despite all fact and reason are going to have various views on things and will not listen to science, will not listen to Democratic votes, and they'll just put their. But views is it not weird is it, there is a half-hour
0: interview between two people who, between them, mm. have faced bills of two point two five billion dollars for mm. inaccurate information, and they are being given one of the but biggest. How much are they
2: make Elon Musk a week?
1: Yeah, but also let's not forget. I mean, sitting at their head is Donald mm. Trump, who is the are you know the he is the absolute and ultimate denier of truth. I mean, he you know he odds-on favorite according and, to Paddy Power. And he's odds-on favourite. He's 40%. Or at least
0: he's yeah, even. Somewhere. I think he's 11 to 10 uh, at the somewhat. moment. But he's he leading Joe Biden by quite some margin, according to the book. He's.
1: Oh, I mean, by, uh, you know, in, in the swing states, which is most concerning. And he mm. still routinely pops up on, on um, large-scale radio shows and podcasts going, the mm. 2020 election was rigged, stolen, and they're going to steal the next one. So, uh, you know, we're in the world of the upside down and really... I Has know,
0: there ever, though, been a bigger fall from grace than Rudy Giuliani? In terms of the public mind, like Rudy Giuliani was... At one point, he was a Republican candidate, or very close to a Republican candidate for president. He was seen as the man who led the response to nine eleven. He was known as America's mayor. He was seen as being the man who cleaned the mafia, whether or not he was, but he was seen as being the man who cleaned the mafia out of New York. And now, literally, he and is a bankrupted laughingstock. The laughing broken start.
1: windows policy and all that, that, that really, when New York was in a terrible state, you know, really, and it was incredibly effective. There, there really probably hasn't. I mean, I was living in, living in New York, you know, in 2001, and... You'd see him. I lived in the same area as him, and
2: nothing absolutely, absolutely
1: telling you that. But uh, but you know, I'd often see him knocking around, and everybody would be kind of really deferent, well not deferential, but kind of nudging each other going. And that's for New York. That's quite unusual. But you know, when he walked through, people were kind of impressed to see him, and it was yeah, like, yeah. there goes you know, there goes Rudy. So it. And then all those iconic images of him just covered and coming out of the rubble mm. of, of, the twi- of the Twin Towers, you know, surrounded by firefighters and so on. And then as we, he, he has just become such a laughing stock, And I really don't think there's any way back for him. I mean, this isn't one of those falls for grace. Now, I know we're talking about the, the barrels. Living barrels in the upside
0: down. And, the, yeah. and, the, we'll and the Chanel.
1: I'm not sure Rudy's going to pull out that trick. I don't think he just, I think he's too mad.
0: On the front of the Irish Daily Mail, when we talk about people making a comeback, Ryan Tupperty, of course, is over in the UK, busily making his comeback over on uh, Virgin uh, UK but the Irish Daily Mail leads with a quote from Kevin Backhurst saying, RTE does not owe Tubberty an apology. This begs the question, Philip, an apology for what?
2: Well, exactly. And I think we during the week we found out that he was being paid 12 and a, half grand while he, a week or was it a week? What? A month. A month, he a month had, yeah, the two months he was, that he was on. While he wasn't on air, which not a bad few quid to be putting away um, while you're working. Look, th- we could go over the entire controversy uh, in the minutiae detail again, but like at the end of the day, Ryan Troubert just didn't play it very well. Um, he wanted to make his point. He probably didn't need to make that final point, that final statement, which kind of threw it all up in the air. They, they, they It seemed that everything but a deal was done at that stage and there was still this point about whether he got the money and what he knew. And in many ways he was right, but it probably wasn't the right thing to do. Um, and yeah, look, they're done. And I don't know how much he's earning over in England, but...
1: I just, I, I love though. I love the language of this. It's like Ryan and I have moved on. Says Backhurst. Right? It sounds like it, such a <laughs> teenage romance. <laughs> you, know, you, could imagine, you, could, you could imagine them both on Insta, like you know, checking to see what the other is doing. And have, they, have they actually? Give <laughs> me back my that, prince, CD. Elton. You know that sort of. And like I've moved on, and you kind of wonder. You know, you really do. I just love the language of it. You know, I don't owe like an apology for what they did to me. It's just, you mm. know, it is kind of descended into that sort of level of. Oh, like, you know, get over yourselves.
0: Well, I think maybe we'll round out 2023 by parking it forever. <laughs> yes. One final thing before we wrap up, which is uh, the sad story of, of, of course, the death of Matthew Perry. But it goes to the level of drug addiction that the man had to uh, struggle with because the a medical examiner's report has emerged. Mm-hmm. And they said that, and I quote, at the high levels of ketamine found in his post-mortem blood specimens, the main lethal effects would be from both cardiovascular overstimulation and respiratory disp- depression drowning contributes due to the likelihood of submersion into the pool as he lapsed into unconsciousness i think that's an extraordinary juxtaposition that he was yeah. in such a bad way from the drugs that the drowning was only a contributory
2: factor yeah. and that's it's like awesome. ketamine as far my understanding is is essentially a horse tranquilizer mm. like you'd want to be stuck like if that's
0: yeah, well this is it and apparently he had been clean for months before yeah.
1: it there is some schools of thought that though that ketamine is actually <clears throat> taken in controlled doses is actually to sort of, you know, it's a, like not quite a mood enhancer, but it actually isn't necessarily taken recreationally. It's actually taken to try and improve your, maybe pull you out of depression or improve your mood. So, I mean, it could have been very much that he, you know, he was literally still on that very, very long, hard struggle, but there was just something so sad, you know, he had all this money and all and there was, a, you know, he was obviously really loved by a lot of people and he just still died alone, you know, in a kind of floating around face down in water and some of the interviews he gave just before he died sort of pointed to, you know, he talked about how lonely he was and stuff like that. And the
0: particular sadness of a man who, by his own description, wanted to be defined by helping others with the struggle that it ended up being that 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 he himself couldn't. Exactly. It's,
1: It's a really, really sad ending. You know, it really is.
0: Well, there you go. So that's the the details on on, uh, Matthew Perry and the um, cause of death. Um, We will park that there. big thank you to Lise Hand, journalist, Philip Bryan, political editor with The Independent. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday. With Nifty Business. Saturday morning at 9. On News Talk.